Hey guys, welcome back again. Ryan McKenzie here with another episode of the I Hate Selling Live podcast. I'm here with inventor of the Anchor Gym, Sean Finnegan. Guys, one day Sean was on a boat in the middle of the ocean and he saw an anchor. He fell into the water, drug him to the bottom, but no, he came back. I wasn't Navy. <laughs> guys, I'm here with Sean. Before we get started, if you're watching this right now and you're in here with us, I need to know, guys, I'm in Florida. It was freezing cold last night. There's actually frost on the ground. It got into the 30s. I need to know where you are in the world. Type it in the chat right now. What city, what country are you in, and how cold is it there? Because it's Mm -hmm. too cold here for me. I like it hot. This is not okay. I need to know the temperature for you. I ask that every episode. I want to know where you are, when you're watching this. If it's three years later, 30 years later, where are you right now as you're watching this, listening to this podcast? Type it in. Email me if you're not somewhere you can type it. I want to know. Um, that's my weird thing. Sean, I, I did not warn you, but before we get started, I should have warned you. I usually ask two questions at the very beginning that um, that uh, are just not related to anything we're talking about at all. It's the best part of the whole show. Of course. Right? All right, first, first question, what's your favorite cereal? It cannot be healthy, it's not allowed. I know you're jacked and you don't eat cereal at all, but if you did eat cereal, what is it? What's your guilty cereal, what is it? It's uh, the cinnamon toast crunchy little things. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Cinnamon toast crunch. I put, it on my, I put it on my ice cream, it's great. That's what I'm talking about right there. All right, second question. This might be yeah. the same as the first. What's one thing that's odd about you that most people don't know? I have a hip replacement. You have a hip replacement? I had a total hip replacement. Wow, how old were you when that happened? I was 46. Wow. I'm 53 right now. You're fifth, to me, that would be the odd thing to say that you're 53. If you guys are just listening to this podcast and you can't see Sean, he looks like he's 33. So, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. So I got the, the inventor and the founder, the owner of Anchor Gym with me right now. And um, I've got Sean on here because random conversations happen. And I was talking to a guy, I still trained some clients and I had them building out their gym. I said, we want to get these anchors for your gym. Of course, they were Anchor Gym anchors. And um, we set them all up. And a, a buddy of mine, uh, Brad, who does my... Um, my website, if you guys like my website, I'll hook you up with Brad. Automation links, Brad, you're the man. He said, I know the guy that does Anchor Gym. You should have told me. I would have taught you guys could have hooked up. You could have talked to him. And so now here we are uh, a couple months later. We're actually talking to each other and doing a podcast. So, Sean, small world. It's totally. Hate to paint it, but yeah, you're right. Small world. Crazy. Crazy stuff. So how did t- – tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your background. I heard you were like – big time trainer on Muscle Beach, like, you know, like trains all kinds of people from that to like, uh, now you're, you're yeah. business man, you're building, you're, you're manufacturing welding things, you know, all kinds of stuff. How does, how do you go from that to that? I wasn't actually welding it myself, but. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Cause I wouldn't trust it as much if you were yeah. welding it yourself. <laughs> I did take welding in high school, but I was, I shitty at it. But, you know, I, I basically, I, I, I became a physical therapist in 1991. So I, I went to the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. For, I got a master's degree in that. And that was really tough. And then after that, I became a traveling physical therapist and so on. And, and then I kind of got disenfranchised from it. I just didn't like the ill care side of it. So I, I was really into fitness 
anyway, because in high school, I was really, you know, for sports and stuff like that. And I carried it over. I played a little bit of college football. That's where I hurt my hip. That's why I have a hip replacement. I was a running back, so it was terrible. But anyway, so well, what happened was, is um, I just said, you know, I, I'm tired of doing this, you know, PT, going into skilled nursing facilities and hospitals, et cetera, et cetera. So I was like, you know, I really, I'm really into fitness. Plus, I was doing fitness modeling at the time. And I had come out, uh, I landed two covers at the time. This is back in 1998, 99. And it was really cool. So I thought, okay, now I have a career in fitness modeling. <laughs> but there's really no career in fitness modeling, really. But anyway, so I was like, you know, just let's try it out, see where it goes. So I, I did okay. I did some stuff. You know, I did a lot of stuff. And, um, and then I said, well, I'd rather be around the gym than the hospitals and so on. So right. I started studying nutrition and really fitness and things like that. And then um, I started working at Gold's Gym. I started building a clientele base and all that stuff. And it was, I loved it. It was great. But uh, it's, for seven years, I did that. And then I got married and had kids. And I was like, the schedule was crazy. I, you know, early morning, late at night. You know, you know the trainer to lifestyle is like a lot of gas. Yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough grind with kids and a family. If you want to, yeah, it's, it can be hard. It is. It is. So what happened was I went back into physical therapy. And I worked as an outpatient therapist. And I kind of fused both the my my skill sets together in this country club out here in, in southern california and i started doing personal training well i'd get them involved with physical therapy first and then once their benefits expired or once they finished we would flip them over to personal training and then i'd have a client for life kind of thing so that worked out really well and then what happened was is i had a lot of my clients get injured from putting their bands and straps onto whatever piece of equipment in the gym and, you know, somebody would move it or whatever like that. And then the band would slip off or disconnect or whatever. I had two major injuries, these older folks, you know, I was like freaking out. So I was like, I can't have that. So I started looking around for a solution that would anchor all my bands and all my straps in one system. Guess what? I found zero, nothing. So I was like, why is this not on the market? It doesn't exist, yeah. Right? So what happens, I, I talked to an engineer buddy of mine and said, hey, you know, can you kind of conceptualize a, a anchoring system? And he came out with a bunch of different prototypes and stuff like that. And we went through several iterations of it. And then I came up with this T-bar at the end. So it has like a hook, the main hook. Right. And it, it's not like a D-ring. It, it, it's an open hook. And it has a little T-bar, like a mooring anchor at the end. Yeah. That's what we patented it patented and it basically is a safety feature so when you do attach a band strap and you're pulling on various directions it won't slip off so it's fail safe that's great it's great yeah there's there's that's too many started off. yeah there's too many things out there uh, for home gyms for smaller gyms for bigger gyms that i just see all the place we had um large corporate gym in orlando we had these big o-rings drilled yeah. into the wall they just look ugly and then to hook bands on either got put the strip, put the, uh, the handle through or loop them through themselves and take them on, take them off. It takes forever or worse than that. Um, you, you hook a actual carabiner onto it and then clip the carabiner onto the band, which sounds great. Um, right. but it's loud and annoying and ugly. But the worst part is actually that every time you clip onto that carabiner, it is clicking onto that band and pulling on it and ripping it and tearing it and small little micro tears until one day smack. And we've had, even with light bands, people get hit in the eye because they're doing a pull and it just, it broke. Yeah. I had a trainer of ours 
doing um, the little like a tap con style eyelet drilled into a concrete cinder block and he's doing sprints off the wall with it and the thing just comes loose and ah, right, into the, right into his butt and he had a black and blue glute this big for three months like just massive it's yeah. bad stuff like you see all kinds of just rigged up stuff that doesn't yeah. really it's not meant to be used that way and then stuff that you, know, you clip on you're not sure if your if your equipment or your bands are going to break or not so when I, I i don't mean this to be an infomercial for anchor gym but that's why i have you on here is because um i, I use your stuff this is like yeah, Sean's not paying me to be on this podcast, right? Maybe right. he should, but he's not. <laughs> but it, the, the idea is this is this is pretty cool stuff. So talk to me about, like, I've looked for things and I've seen, you know, you see the stuff on the wall and it's like yeah. you, you drill the whole thing in and it can slide up and down the wall kind of yeah. stuff. And like there's bands. What, what's different about Anchor Gym? What do you guys do that's, that makes it better for people that don't know? Well, it's an open system. So you can, you can thread your bands up or down the hook system. So you can utilize all the hooks at one time. So you can thread the band up and down, side to side, and so on, depending on what your configuration looks like. So, and it's also a modular system. I wanted it modular so that one, it's like you can create a wall that you want, yeah. not have to commit to the system that they want you to, you know, yeah. like this big gigantic thing on your wall. Well, maybe you just need one hook and that's it. Or maybe you need several several lines of hooks for group exercise or whatever. And then, you know, the eliminating clip hooks was huge because I know people just get annoyed with that. Threading the band through, you know, and then you, how do you transition? You've got to unthread it and so on. So the transitions from exercise to accessory is seamless. It's easy on, easy off. And it's, you know, so much more pleasurable to work out when you can just go, oh, okay, I'm going to attach it up here and just pull it off and attach it down there, et cetera. So, the, the transition is smooth and um, safe and uh, modular. Those are the key selling points. That's awesome. That's and awesome. it's strong. It's really, really strong. So where um, this you started this when? 2000, late 2008, 2009, we started developing it. And then 2010, we started introducing it to the market. So where was and, that? Was it, did it take off right away? Where was like, what was the grind like? And then... How did, how did that happen? Yeah. Well, we started working with like dealers, distributors that are, you know, and adding this to their, their, their product offering basically. Yeah. So we, I reached out, I was, uh, it was only me and one other guy at the time. So between patients, I would call these, you know, uh, dealers, you know, perform better and iron company, all these different dealers. And I say, Hey, you've got a great product, you know, send them the information, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, they started to, you know, start to sell it because it is a unique product in, a, in you know, this space because it's not a Me Too product and it's, and it's got a lot of applications because you can go into commercial settings, home settings, feelings, uh, you know, boxing gyms and CrossFit gyms. And so it has a wide variety of settings it can go into. I mean, we sold to five NFL teams that they use it and two NBA teams, soccer teams, so on. That's great. So... When you're when you're getting this off and you're cold calling um, companies like distributors or like uh, the yeah. big the big companies that sell like your perform betters and whatnot, yeah. what are those conversations like? Are you are you going to like Ursa and the big conferences and like getting a booth and saying, hey, like like the thousands of other people that are there back in the back quarter when you're first starting off, like look at my product, it's cool. Hopefully, and like are, 
because these guys get calls every day, hundreds of calls every day. I got a really great product. You should check it out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how does that go? How did you get from uh, nobody just trying to call you to your foot in the door? I'd imagine there's some trainers right now that have been trained for years and like, I got an idea for a thing. But yeah. if I only knew how to like get it out there, then yeah. I could do something with it. So what was that like for you? What would you tell people here to do? Well, I... I didn't know who to contact. I didn't know what a product manager was at the time. So I would call them and say, hey, I've, I've got a product I think you guys might be interested in. It's a unique product. It's patented. Those are some of the key things I would say. And they say, well, we'll pass you on to the product, product manager or project manager or whatever you want to call it. Right. And uh, they would say, you know, hey, you know, I would just sh show them some links on an email. And then from there, they go, oh, okay. But then I send them samples. And then from there, they, they do like an assessment. They have a, a process they go through for new products. They're always looking for new products. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, they, they want to keep, you know, adding to their, to their list of products to, to provide. Sure. So I had a little bit of an advantage because mine was so unique. And uh, there were other, you know, wall systems. But like you said, they were clunky and funky and, you know, didn't have the attributes that I put together. Because I, you know, being in the business for so long as a PT and a personal trainer, I kind of like, you know, put together my wish list of, of what kind of system would I want. Right. So that's when, when it starts. When you set yours up, let's pretend like you're the gym owner here, right? And you're buying Anchor Gym stuff. Um, you personally, you've got a lot of different type, type of products. I think you said you had uh, was it 14 different. 14. 14 different. Yeah. So <clears throat> obviously anybody can set it up any way they want to. Yeah. As the inventor, as the mind behind it, when you designed it, and as you design more products, how, how do you envision that in your head? Like, what types of things do you put in? Like, if it's your gym, blank wall space, ceiling space, whatever, how would you do it? What would you, what would you use and how would you do it? I like to pick people's brains on how they envision fitness spaces because I love helping people set up their gyms and I love hearing mm -hmm. how they set them up. Well, I first asked what the application's for. Is it for group exercise, you know, for personal trainers, we were kind of saying, okay, this is a personal training station because yeah, we know it's, it's a small group, like, yeah. and one-on-one. -on -one. So maybe one to eight people are in there um, training at one time. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, you know, I would ask them, you know, do you have a wall that's not utilized and you can create more functionality in your gym and also, you know, become more uh, safe, you know, because yeah. it, you might come across a problem <laughs> like I had where people are, you know, putting things onto other pieces of equipment, tying them, them up, literally. They, so trying many, to build hammer strength, incline things. press, and your band's attached to it. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. The Smith machine was used up by the TRX. You know, it's like, what? Let's be yeah. honest. Smith machines are only good for doing incline push-ups, attaching bands to it, and attaching TRX to it, right? That's the only thing. Is, I'll, maybe I'm stepping on some toes here. I don't, I don't even know which, how you feel about Smith machines. But inverted rows, push-up inclines for people that can't do push-ups, and then attaching bands to it. That's, you're, you're, that's yeah. what this machine's for, right? That, yeah, because you can, you can just pull the bar up and raise it up. And so it's, it was perfect, but it's a rarely expensive band machine. It's a very expensive band system is what yeah. I mean. <laughs> People get really mad too. They're like, you know, I'm using that. I'm like, wait a minute, you know? So you know, you're tying your bands up with this machine. You know, it's like, what? So I was like, ah, so. Yeah, so that's the kind of things I want to know. It's like, you know, how, how you know, show them the opportunity to, you know, offer their customers and personal trainers and, you know, group exercise instructors, you know, some, some more versatility and to add more, you know, um, value to their gym. 
And then they can kind of look at their gym. I say, well, do you have any walls, like a stretch room or something like that, where you can attach a stretch strap to our stuff because you can attach that too, any strap. So stretch straps are great. So I just kind of determine, you know, hey, what do you guys, you know, you guys have a group exercise room where you can put them right above your mirror or right below, you know, and then you can offer these kind of like, you know, uh, group exercise routines with bands and straps and TRX. I mean, even yoga works, I think, had a TRX class. Yeah, so that, I think that's a huge uh, benefit too, just from a training standpoint. Mm -hmm. You get into a group exercise, it can get very expensive and very dangerous, which gets expensive. It, right. If you're trying to do uh, a lot of weight loaded or I, obviously CrossFit does that, it's not necessarily group exercise, but you got your power pump and your body pump and those are the, bar the barbells and stuff. But right. if you're just starting off and you're starting some classes, anybody can do push exercises all day long. It's hard to work your back. It's hard to get any kind of rotational exercises in. When you start adding these, um, and, and it's actually hard to get, most people can't do pull-ups or, or real rows very well. So you have some hooks that you can attach some bands to where you can do some rotational work, you can do some back work, you can do some postural uh, correction work with it. You know, like that, that's a, game changer for a gym and for, for uh, the way you design your classes because most people come out of a class they're sweating like crazy they're hunched over like this because they just did 200 push-ups in an hour and they did 50 squats a bunch yeah. of sides and some wall sits but they never worked their back right maybe maybe they do some cobras off the ground right? or maybe they do some yeah. medicine ball in the medicine ball row bent over medicine ball rows and then i got yeah, 10 pound yeah. rows or whatever but even if you have enough weight for those bent over rows, that, you got 40 people in a class, you got even 20 people in a class, it's hard to make sure everyone's doing it properly. All with stability balls is like a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, so I think it's a really cool option. I love that idea. Um, yeah. When you designed this, what was the first use you had for it? Like what was your like, when you, when you what was the first way you used it? Like how did you yourself go about it? Personally? Yeah, personally. I, I use, I, I live in a very small home in Southern California and it's like a thousand square feet okay. and it's very small footprint because it's more affordable because <laughs> Southern California will kill you in rent. But uh, so I use it on my wall and I have it right next to my TV and you know, people have mounted this by the way, in the most cool ways. One guy put it in his kitchen, you know, <laughs> so he's working out his kitchen. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. And on your ceiling, you know, I have some on my ceiling. I don't know if back here you can see. I guess, yeah, okay. Right there. And I have them right over here too. So this is a beam and uh, I have a hammock and I just ha have my hammock right up there. That's awesome. So my, my kids love it, and but you can hang boxing bags from it and so on. So and it's just easy to take it off. So you don't have to keep that bag there. So you can use yeah. the space however you want. So that's the kind of key thing that, you know, easy on, easy off. And all this, you know, versatility built into it, no clip hooks, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, you know, yeah, give me that instead of a D-ring or the X-mount thing that they have, you know. And yeah. it, it's just too clumsy, you know. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. But I use large loop bands for, for my strength training. And I, gosh, I get really great workouts. I mean, is it way better than dumbbells, I have to yeah. say. I mean, Plus, I don't have room for my dumbbells. So a lot of people are space challenge in their homes too. So weights are if you're I mean if you're talking home gym stuff now, yeah. buying dumbbells, you're looking at two, maybe three dollars a pound in some places, you know, like it can get ridiculous. Like I was it's especially if you want 
Yeah, it's just, it's, it's wild for if you're trying costly to and it's dangerous and you have to have a bench and da 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 da. So it's yeah. like, ugh. So large loop bands, we're, we're actually going to offer our Anchor Gym large loop bands here in early January because, and then I'll build some programming around it because I feel like large loop bands covers everything. You can get up to 100 pounds with a large loop band. I go to failure with large loop bands. I mean, I get great workouts. It's amazing. That's cool. And so, yeah. So large loops. You guys are designing the bands as well, the Anchor Gym bands. Is that your your? Yeah, we're gonna we we just we're they're they're coming over right now. Wow. So we're gonna offer four large loop bands. So you know, it's gonna be a variety of weights. You know, based yeah. on thickness. Sign me up, man. Sign me up. Let me get in them. Yeah, for sure. I'll send you a set for sure. And then I want you to you know try them out. But we also coming out with our own body weight strap. And it has well, a, uh, a suspension trainer. Is that your saying? Yeah. Or what you yeah, we can't use that term because TRX has it. They've, so, TRX has suspension trainer. Suspension training, suspension trainer. You'll get kicked off of all your. Wow. Okay. I, mean, I knew TRX was obviously copyright, but I didn't know they had the term suspension. Yeah, they copyrighted that. So we, we try not to use that suspension word. Yeah, they're not suspended. Not they are strapped in and you're hanging from it or you're leaning back against this. <laughs> That's it's called vector training too, but uh, we, you know, it's kind of a, we, you know, not many people can tune into that word. Sure, but sure. Um, you know, body weight straps are are basically a, a TRX strap, non-elastic fixed strap with handles on it, with kind of loops for your your feet. And right. ours is going to be specially designed for the anchor gym, in that at the to, to adjust the uh, length of it, you can uh, attach it to different loops at the end, so it has four loops at the end. And that way you can adjust it to whatever height you want without having to fuss with buckles and stuff like that. So it's yeah. easier to do. And simplicity is key. I mean, for us, I mean, we like versatility and simplicity and functionality. And those are the, some of the key things that we like to, to focus on for our customers. So normally, you know, you'd get one use out of something, but we want to have two to three uses out of it. Right. Because that way you can, you know, benefit more and have more opportunity to have a variety of exercises. Yeah, I think that's key right now as well. I see way too many trainers, and I remember um, running, managing the gym, and while looking around, I see one-on-one -on -one trainer with one person, trainer with one person. There's six of our trainers with one one-on-one, -on -one, and four of the six are doing the same exercise, and the other two are doing something where it's almost the same exact thing, right? And I'm like, man, we're, we're taking up all these people's time. We're taking up all this space, they yep. don't, none of them have a specific need where they need one-on-one -on -one attention the entire time, right? Exactly. Um, we, so I think that versatility and that, that being able to use it for multiple options, you're tapping into something that's a really big or up-and-coming trend in the industry right now, especially with Corona and all this stuff in the world. Like you need them to utilize your square footage. One thing that I work with when I work with a lot of gyms is how much are you making per square foot? Yes, that's not, it. Not, not necessarily how much are you bringing in, period. Not, not how much per client. Those are all good numbers to know too. But the one thing that a lot of gym owners don't think about is how much am I making per square foot? And they've got all this equipment that costs them thousands and thousands of dollars and half of it never gets used. So it's just wasted space, wasted investment that they can't use for anything else other than the machine that they bought. That Now that is a seated calf raise that's a standing calf raise that's a lying down calf raise and that's i mean i don't want to st you know people bodybuilders and stuff have their own way you need to work things differently but if you're if you're really getting into efficiency of space and efficiency of movement you can actually do a lot of stuff in a small space with a good sized group of people and, and they get a really 
great work out of it. So I love that. That's one thing I think I'm with you on 100%, that, uh, that efficiency of space and that versatility is, is huge in the piece of equipment now. And also the fact that uh, it's more affordable and sustainable for the customer. Mm -hmm. So they can engage in this kind of training and get a lot of benefit, but they don't have to pay all this money for a one-on-one -on -one interaction. Mm -hmm. They can, you know, be involved in a group and yep. you know, benefit from that. And also, you know, pay a little less. The trainer gets paid more in the end and they can go for longer periods of time. So you can stretch right. out the sustainability financially. That's awesome. Um, man, I love this. I, one last question before we get off here. Um, where do you see Anchor Gym going? You kind of talked about stuff you got coming out, but you seem like a guy that's got big vision. What, um, what would you like to see this? Where do you want to see it go? Do you have new products in your mind coming out? Or uh, what's your vision coming forward? We do have, you know, uh, a rip trainer type yoga bar. It's a, it's a multifunctional bar. So it can do yoga type, you know, stuff where you hook the bands on the ends. And then it's going to have some, I don't want to go into much detail, sure, but sure, it's sure, a sure. multifunctional uh, fitness bar. And I just had a meeting right before you about it. And we're talking about, you know, working out, working out some details of it and how we're going to create this bar. It's gonna, so it's going to be really interesting to see because we, we are going to kind of keep that model the same. Simplicity, functionality, cost, you know, and keep it all in line. And that's going to come out probably middle of next year, maybe sooner. But, you know, the body weight strap and the, the, the large loop bands are coming out really soon. And that'll be great. I, although they're Me Too products, except for the body weight strap, is sort of a Me Too product, but, but not really because it, it attaches to our stuff specifically. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're expanding in all marketplaces through Amazon throughout the world. And uh, we're on eBay and we're on Walmart. We're going to be on Target Plus very soon. Wow. That's Alibaba's awesome. on the on the horizon. If they want to buy straight from you guys, is that possible, or is it like do they need to go to those places? Well, where would you like them to go if they're going to buy from you? Yeah, I'd prefer that uh, any customers that you can send my way. I'll take really good care of them, give them some discount codes and things like that, and walk them through all the whole process and everything like that. But our website's coreenergyfitness.com. That's my company that has the brand Anchor Gym, so that's how the it's separated out. So. Um, yeah, I think I, the proof of concepts there. I mean, Amazon sales have just—it's un, unbelievable, and so we know people are enjoying the the anchor gym and and yeah. all the benefits attached to it, and so we we feel like it's just a matter of time before it's you know it's gone global already, so we're just trying to, to kind of ramp it up in a way that makes sense, and yeah. then maybe some other products down the road. We have a, two other ideas that we're working on. Sure, but, I know, man, that's it's a lot of effort. Though. I don't go and endorse a lot of products because uh, almost yeah. everything's the same, you know, <laughs> and, and there's not that much of a difference in them. But when I got on the Anchor Gym stuff, it just made sense. So I love yeah, it. Thank totally you does. for uh, spending your afternoon with me here. And um, if people want to reach out to you, you go to Core Energy Fitness, follow this man on social media, yeah. go buy his stuff, go buy his stuff. It's great. Anchor Gym. Well, contact me first if you want a coupon code or whatever, or get on the email list and we'll take good care of your customers. Don't yeah. worry. Huge. Um, so what if I want to take this anchor and use it off my boat? Is that possible? Can I use it as an anchor with my boat? Is that you can pull skiers behind it? You can do whatever you want. That's all I need to know. All right, guys. Attach it to your truck or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe so that's an idea. <laughs> we have it everywhere. A um, band with all our hooks on it. We're, we're just about out of time here. So thanks for joining us. If you listen to this podcast, 
Make sure you're subscribing, liking all the stuff that everybody always says to do that you know what to do. So yeah. get it and you'll get to hear more content like this and you get to hear from more guys like Sean, probably have him back on here again when his new stuff comes out and have him do some demos for us or something. It'd be, it'd be a good time. That'd be great. Thanks for joining guys. If you need help getting in touch with him, just get in touch with me. I'll send you the links. Uh, train smart, live well. See you. I appreciate it.